0: Escaping Denver, Episode 8, The Passing.
1: You've opened my door. Now what?
2: Sigueme! Necesitamos salirnos de aquí.
1: He left already. He yelled at me in Spanish and left. I, I don't think he's with them. I, th- I think he's one of us. He was dressed like a normal person, not like a soldier or a scientist or whatever. What do I do? What do I do? He left the door open. Vamos. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna follow him. Holy shit, he killed like four of them. Move your ass! I don't know what he's doing, he's just unlocking doors. Oh, They're, they're shooting at us!
2: Get down!
1: <laughs> I'm gonna die here! I'm gonna die in a stupid hallway, lying on the stupid ground somewhere beneath stupid Denver. Are you hurt? What
2: did they hurt you?
1: Uh, no, no, I don't think.
2: Take my hand. We need to get moving. Uh, you're bleeding. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they shot me.
1: We need to we need to put pressure on it. We need to We need to leave. You no, know, keep pressure on it. Hand me the gun. I'll help.
0: I know I started with a whole bunch of action, but maybe let's take a pause on that and do a bit of a recap. So completely out of the blue, I get these voice messages from two strangers, Noah and Sarah. I get them all at once, two days worth of messages, and I've been slowly putting them together and releasing them into the podcast sphere. I don't know Noah, and I don't know Sarah. They're truly strangers to me, so this this could all be some sort of ruse. But then again, it could be real. (laughs) And I suppose that's all you really need to know about me. Right. So Noah and Sarah wake up in the... Is it weird that I keep saying Noah first? I'm doing it because Sarah and Noah sounds weird to me for some reason. Maybe because the other way around is alphabetical. Like I have these two cousins, Amy and Todd, who you have to say in that order. The other way around just sounds backwards. Go on, try it. See, I always thought it was because that was their chronological order, but upon a revisit, I'm... Really thinking it's the alphabetical of it all. So if you're thinking I'm showing Noah some sort of preferential treatment by saying his name first, that's it's really not the case. So Noah and Sarah wake up in these concrete cells, still with their wallets and cell phones. Noah being, well, Noah, comes up with the plan to record voice messages until they get a signal, which is primarily what we listen to. They get out of their cells and are unleashed into a maze of sorts. Why? I have no idea. That's yet to be unanswered. But we do know that they have had a little help. They have an inside man. Well, woman. Who helped guide them out of the maze into the wilds below. Which is also sort of a maze. Granted, an uncontrolled one. So after a brush with monsters, and I know that sounds dramatic, but there really isn't another word for what they're dealing with. Cryptids? Dinosaurs? Sounds so silly. Anyways, Noah decided to stick with the inside woman's guidance, and Sarah decided to head back up into the maze where she was promptly taken into custody by some more soldiers. Now, did I miss anything? Oh, of course. Sarah once again woke up in a cell, was served a healthy brunch, and then promptly rescued by someone I'm referring to a Spanish Rambo. And I think that's where we are now. There. All caught up. Hold this. What? Why? Just
1: do it. Other hand here? Other hand here! We're not here to fuck spiders! Keep the pressure on. So I've met a new friend. Okay. I'm not talking to you. I'm recording. I've met a new friend named...
2: Andres. Andres Perez.
1: My new friend, Andre Perez. Who just saved my ass from yet another stint in a cell. Thank you. Pleasure. Hold this down. Mmm. <clears throat> Andre, in all his heroism, just got himself shot in the stomach. Which is an ideal, is it, Andre?
2: Hey, I was hoping they'd miss all together.
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to look in one of the other rooms for a first aid kit or something. Which means...
2: Not <clears throat> you.
1: Keep the pressure on. Which means I'm going to have to leave you for a bit. I need you to stay awake and keep the pressure on. Can you do that?
2: You make it sound so easy. Take the gun.
1: No, it's better in your hands. I'll be quick. Give me the phone. He's in trouble. I'm in trouble too, but he's the one bleeding out. I need something. Anything that'll help me. I'm hoping it didn't hit any organs or else... I don't know how much help I can be. I'm playing with fire. I should get my ass out of here while I have the chance, but... I can't leave my rescuer behind. I'm not that cold. This part of the building, or base or whatever, is really different from the other parts I've been in. It's clean. Clinical. Very modern. It's almost futuristic. Like if an iPod was a hallway. We ran for a bit, after he freed me. We ran for a while. I just followed Andre. He seemed to know where he was going. Who is this guy? He killed those soldiers. With ease. He just went all action hero and took them out. (sighs) Fuck yeah. Medical supplies. Okay, something for the pain, something for the pain. Uh Aha! All right, so I'm going to save him. I'm going to find out who he is, what he knows, and maybe we'll make our way out of this place. I'm back. No, 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 no. no, Andre, wake up. You can't sleep. I need you to put pressure here. Help me out. There. Great. I'm going to give you something for the pain.
2: Promises, promises.
1: There. That shouldn't take long. Now, the next part's going to suck. I don't see an exit wound, so we really need to get the bullet out.
2: Leave it in. It, It could... I'm not worried about complications.
1: We can... Let's just...
2: Tape me up. We have to get moving. I already know how this ends.
1: Fine. I'll look for a maintenance closet or whatever. See what kind of tape I can find. Hold this.
2: Otra vez?
1: Yeah. Tell me about yourself. What you've been through down here. What you know. Just keep talking.
2: A key. Into the phone.
1: It's already recording. You just need to talk. Keep talking.
0: Let's pause here and have a word from our sponsors. So Sarah's what? A nurse? Doctor? It's definitely something. This is not the kind of shit you learn on a weekend first aid course. Everything I knew about gut wounds I've learned from movies. And what I've learned is it doesn't bode well for Andre, our Spanish Rambo. Guy says he wants to tape up his wounds and keep moving. He's an action hero. Here's my question. How far did they run? I mean, where are the other soldiers? How far could they go and still be in the same building? I can still hear the alarm, but only faintly. Plus, he's really injured. My guess is they didn't make it far. And maybe they might not have made it far, but it does seem like they found, I don't know, a tiny corner of peace in this chaos. Which again, I don't trust. If Andre wasn't dying, I'd say this was all still part of the test. It's like the collective is giving them a head start. I'm not complaining because it gave us this Andre's story. <laughs> oh, oh,
2: oh, oh, hmm. Hola. Me llamo Andres Perez, and I've been shot in the stomach. Well, she won't say it out loud, and because it's just you and me right now, I'll let you in on a little secret. I'm going to die. It wasn't always like this. (laughs) Less than a week ago, I was all right. I was safe. I was normal. Now I'm keeping pressure on my wound. How's your week been? (laughs) 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 Uh, mm. (sighs) I was leaving Utah after a two-week work trip and then, boom, wake up in a cell. Didn't even make it on the plane, I don't think. I wake up to this splitting headache. The lights are way too bright. Everything feels zoomed in, like I couldn't focus. There was this girl on near the side of the glass partition. She looked as scared as I felt. Wouldn't speak to me. At one point, the doors got unlocked. My instinct was to wait. There's no world where somebody takes you captive, then unlocks the door, and it's somehow a good thing. No, 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 no. I waited. But she didn't. When she opened the door... When she opened the door, this lizard dog burst in. I had to watch as the thing tore her apart lapping up the blood, muffled screams. It was horrific. I knew that thing was sitting for me outside my door, and I wasn't pumped for it. So I unscrewed one of the bed legs to use as a weapon against the thing, and I waited. I got to study the beast that killed the girl the door shut behind it, and it was as much a captive as I was now. I could see its scaly skin with incredible clarity, its small, coarse hair that poked out between the scales, the sunken black orbs they had for eyes, its teeth that looked like a fistful of nails. I'd never seen anything like it, emphasis on scene. Truly, something had changed since the airport. I could see better. Clarity like never before. I could examine that lizard thing as though it was right beneath my nose. Sorry. I thought I heard something. Anyway, where was I? Oh, see. I opened the door and killed the thing. I don't feel good about it, but it was me or it, and I'd already seen how it goes when the other side wins. I found myself in this long tunnel, and while I could tell it was dark, I found I could still see with the same clarity. I walked for hours, turning whenever I could, uncertain of what I was supposed to be doing or looking for o'quilla At one point, I heard someone running towards me, but I couldn't see them until they rounded the corner. I prepared my bed-leg bludgeon to make contact with my would-be assailant. But the guy just ran past me. Fear of God in his face. So I ran, too. It wasn't long before I realized what we were running from. Four of those lizard things. A pack. I even dropped my pipe as it would be of no use against four of them. We got to this breezeway with a huge fan at one end. This is where we split up. He took the fan. Me ran the other direction as quickly as I could. I didn't look back. I ran until I thought I'd be sick. They didn't chase me. Or if they did, they gave up. So I assumed they went after the other guy. I kept walking until I noticed something. These faint lines on the wall. So subtle, I doubt I would have seen them before. When I looked at it, I could see it was a doorway. I just didn't see the knob right away. It was a small section of rock that needed to be pressed in. It slid open to reveal a stairwell. I looked and the stairwell seemed to go up a bunch of floors and down a bunch of floors. I felt like I was underground. But what if I was in a building? Go time.
0: So I count at least five. You got Noah, Sarah... Andre, the girl next to Andre, and then the guy who ran towards the fan. I guess there's also Tunnel Tarzan, but I suspect he's been down there a while, so five. Or really, six, because I think we can assume the fan guy was likely paired up, too. They seem to be putting them in pairs. Andre was also taken at an airport, so that's their M.O. One huge, coordinated effort to kidnap a bunch of people to use as lab rats, seemingly. The immensity of a plan that involves simultaneously taking people from around the country aside, it makes sense. Spread out where you take people. Targeting travelers. Government would almost certainly have to be involved, right? I mean, I can't bring nail clippers on a flight without getting a full-on frisk. I doubt they'd be able to secretly run an operation of this size without the help of those in charge. Unless the government isn't in charge. That's what a heap of conspiracy theories allege. That the government we voted for doesn't have any real power. A banana republic, but instead of the CIA pulling the strings, it's this collective, or New World Order, or even aliens. Now, I don't know how to approach these next steps. This collective must be huge, powerful, connected. How are we, the average citizen, supposed to compete with a giant like that? It's impossible. I don't think I'm alone in saying I've struggled with anxiety. I just get overwhelmed. Always have. As a kid, when I would get this way, my grandpa would ask me, how do you eat a mountain? It used to drive me nuts. It's an impossible task. And then he'd shoot me a wink and say, one bite at a time. One bite at a time. It's how you you accomplish any giant task, really. Piecemeal. I think I know exactly what my first bite is. Andre Perez gave us his name in the hours of messages we have so far. Neither Noah or Sarah has told us who they are, not beyond their first name. In Sarah's case, not even that. But Andre has. He gave us his full name and a loose idea of his career. I mean, I can work with this. We still have a lot more to talk about with Andre, but I'm going to call it for today and do a little research. I appreciate your help, Curious Cast, for your continued support and come back next time for another episode of Escaping Denver.